0: everyone and welcome to Bamboo After Dark, otherwise known as the
1: Bad Pod. Um, we're all going to introduce ourselves here in a second, but first I wanted to give you just a general intro. Um, the four of us are all moms, wives, and business owners. We all own baby and toddler brands and specialize in bamboo products, but we offer a wide variety of other baby and co- kids goods as well. Um, this podcast is going to be a mixture of a few different things like mom and family life, um, tips for starting and running a business. The latest bamboo group drama, of course, which if you don't know what that means, you soon will. And some fun other weekly segments. Um, We plan to have many other business owners on and guests as well, so you will really get a behind the scenes of the bamboo world. Um, Our first few episodes will be recorded as we work out the kinks, um, but soon we'll be airing (laughs) our episodes live, so you guys can ask us questions in real time, hang out in the comment section with other bamboo obsessed mamas, and really feel like you have a seat at the table with the owners of bamboo companies. Um, Also, I would like to take a moment to ask you to subscribe to our channels and join our social media group pages. Uh, You can find us anywhere, Twitch, YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. All you need to do is search Bamboo After Dark, and you will find us. If you like tonight's episode, make sure to follow us and subscribe so we know this podcast is something you want us to continue spending time doing. Cheers. Let's
2: Let's get started.
1: Cheers. (laughs)
3: Cool. So I'll start out with a like personal introduction and a brand introduction. So I'm Jessica Hargis and I own Charlie Lou baby. Um, We are very similar to the other girls that are here. So we all have our own brand. Um, I don't sell other things um, besides my own brand. And we do specialize in like bamboo and stuff like that. We have nursery linens and all that stuff. So I'm a mom of one and a wife
1: and that's about it. Um, I will jump in next I'm Lauren Lawson um, I own Scoots along with my business partner Cicely who's not on this podcast but she's the best um, I have a husband Noah and a daughter Tatum who's 15 months and we live in Moab, Utah and Scoots is a pretty good uh, kind of mixed bag we like bold, we like vibrant um, we like neutrals, we like it all just make it aesthetic and cute And uh, right now we're just doing bamboo and day wear And we've got some really, really cute stuff in the works for this season. So
2: keep an eye out. Okay. Hey, I'm Callie Downs and I had my first bamboo launch in February and I'm having a blast. But before that, I had just a gender neutral organic cotton boutique. Um, Yeah, that's about it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll go. I'm Andy and I own Baby Bean & Co. Um. Really, my only help is my husband, which he works crazy hours like tonight. That's why I have these crazy kids. <laughs> but I have two kids, um, 11 and 2. And we are kind of a mixture also. We like different prints. I mean, we don't have like a set kind of print. And that's about it.
2: You know what? I should mention that I have kids, okay? I have two kids. (laughs) You do? (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Presley is almost one, and then Kinsley is two and a half. And I have a husband, and his name is Daniel. You love him. Okay. Hi, guys. (laughs) Perfect. Awesome.
3: So Lauren, do you want to talk about like what really made you start your baby brand?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of the I feel like everybody has the same story. And that's why you see so many moms that are wanting to start bamboo brands because everybody who has kids knows the love of this industry. Like I mean, we're women. We love clothes. And what's cuter than clothes on babies? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Clothes on our babies <laughs> specifically. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think it's just, like, uh, I saw a gap in the market. And I feel like usually, I mean, bamboo is such a niche market. Like, it's kind of one big brand, I feel like, that sets you or gets you exposure into the world. And then you kind of want to bring your flavor into it, you know? Like, the big brands that exposed me to bamboo didn't have what I wanted to see, so.
2: Well, and there's something I want to throw in is people are always talking about how bamboo is oversaturated and... I was in the industry like a uh, baby boutique for two years and I'd never even heard of Bamboo until I joined like these Facebook groups and stuff. So uh, it's not oversaturated. Like there is so much more room for people. And
0: yeah, I feel yeah. like I didn't learn about it until I was pregnant with my two year old and I was on Pinterest and I saw Bamboo. It was like a certain print I had to have. And then that's kind of how I started to, is I wanted to, make prints that I liked and other people might like. And I didn't know it was going to be such a crazy, like competitive industry either though. Yeah. It's wild.
3: I think like same thing for me, Lauren, like I saw a certain print and I was like, I actually got it. And then when it arrived, I thought it was just the ugliest color. (laughs) And I was like, this photography did, did not do this color justice. And so I was like, okay, well, I really want this exact thing, but I want it in the exact color that I want it in. And then I was like, I could just make my own. And then it just snowballed from there. But I also think one of the things that really made me love bamboo, which I didn't go out searching to start a bamboo brand. Um, I just found this manufacturer It happened to be um, a really good one. Thank God I like found <laughs> this good one like right in the beginning, but um, that was just chance, honestly. Um, and then I just picked a couple of styles they had on their website and they sent them to me in the prints that I chose. And I was like, wow, this stuff is like really soft. I wonder if this is made of. I didn't even know at the time to ask for a certain fabric. Like I had no idea how to run a clothing company at all. Um, but then what made me really fall in love with bamboo was that my son has always been in the 99th percentile for weight. So he could not wear pants. He's 16 months now and he could not wear pants until like, a month ago, because he was so fat, like just so <laughs> chunky, that anytime I tried to put him in like anything with a waistline, mm-hmm. um, it just like squeezed the life out of him, and he was so uncomfortable. So, I love that about Bamboo, it's so stretchy and super soft because he has like some light eczema too. So, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah,
1: there's definitely a reason Bamboo has a cult following, yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. What yeah. about like? And... So my sister, you know, we have all our VIP groups. My sister, I'll post like a print. She'll be like, that's the ugliest print I've ever seen. And <laughs> the people go wild. And she's like, you have a cult. Like, it's a cult. We
3: should really do like an April Fool's print. Like something right? that's, like, disgusting.
1: And just see if some people like those. There's those like couple people that are, like,
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, well, a collab.
1: That would be so good. I think somebody just did that for Father's Day, though. Didn't you guys hear? No. <laughs> no okay spill the tea <laughs> i'm not gonna name job but somebody released a print and i'm pretty sure it was just to see who would buy it because it wasn't cute really <laughs> did people buy it probably i don't know they blocked me so i couldn't tell yeah. classic
3: yeah
2: <sighs> good yeah
3: okay so let's get into like something i know a lot of people are going to want to know how much money did you guys invest when you initially started out? So like all your expenses for like equipment and like whatever you needed to really launch, like up until the point you launched, you know, like your first collection or first order or whatever, like all of that, how much do you think you invested up to that point when you launched?
1: My business partner and I each put in $10,000 into our bank account. And then from there um, I've invested more uh, to scale up our inventory. So I would say personally, I've I'm probably close to fifteen thousand dollars in, but I have a business partner who's matching that. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Started, so like, we started yeah. With three prints that we did in three different styles. So not bad. And I have tips on that too, when everybody else goes. <laughs>
2: Okay. So I'll go. I started, Um, so I started in February where that's when we had our first drop and I did 10 prints and I want to say around 20, I don't remember how much to be completely honest, um, but I can say my summer prints were doing weekly drops. So there'll be two a week and I've spent well into 150 plus thousand just for the summer.
0: Yeah. I'll say I started about 30, 40,000 and I made a really big mistake of doing huge sizes and all these different styles for two prints. And then now I'm like, why would I do that? Because not everybody's going to like those prints. Like I had such a huge inventory of those two prints. Yeah. I yeah. Just started.
2: And I think that's something a lot of people make a mistake on when they start, because they'll find a manufacturer that has such high MOQs and then they
0: yeah go exactly
1: with it. What
2: I was
1: going to say, like when you, if you're trying to start a bamboo brand and you're getting quotes from different manufacturers, you can negotiate your MOQs down. So you don't have to get, Thirty per size of everything, and start yeah. out with just the bare bones that you know people are going to always need and always want, which is zips. And as much as they yeah. tell
3: you, like we want the bigger sizes, they are They they're don't lying. want the bigger sizes. They never sell. <laughs> any not, any bamboo brand owner will tell you that they do not sell. Like it's yeah. really hard to get rid of those, and yeah. some sell. Eventually you'll sell them, but it just takes way longer. You get used to selling the smaller sizes so fast. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, I haven't sold like a two T in how
2: long? Right. Right. And that's something a lot of I know a lot of people are gonna watch this who wanna start brands. If your manufacturer is like, no, you have to order like so many, you know, of each side, switch manufacturers or talk them down because you're not gonna sell 50 sets starting out. That's they don't Mm -hmm. sell that well.
0: And negotiate
2: really hard in the beginning
3: when they don't have like leverage over you. Because I think like something we all struggle with now is you get so deep in with some of these manufacturers is that sometimes you're like, okay, I'm thinking about switching. And then you realize how much work it would be to start over and like send all of your like logo information and all this stuff to the new manufacturer. And it's so time consuming once you're really running the brand. So you really have to take the time to like negotiate and really find a good fit, like early on when there's nothing holding you back, you know, and you don't have anything to lose. So if you're like, okay, we'll drop down MOQ to like 20 or I walk, well, you like the only time negotiation really works, I feel is when you really can follow through with your threat. So if you actually can walk (laughs) away, then, you know, then it works out.
1: Yeah. think of it like a relationship, yeah. too. I mean, your manufacturer, ideally, if if it's somebody you're working with that often, like, get to know them a little bit.
2: Make them like you, you. You know what? Well, we should not really just start from the beginning, like, of, you know, where, like, how to start a bamboo brand, what you need to, you know, put into it. Because uh, I see in these groups all the time, people are like, I'm going to do a side job and ma- uh, make, get some bamboo, you know, get it made, yeah. whatever, first side, like, that's. It's not a side job. <laughs> it is a full-time job. And it's very, bamboo is very expensive. Like, people yes. post these things from that, is it Timu? T- t- what's yeah. that? Ten-mu. Anyways, where, yeah, t- where, like where that. it's, they show, or like Alibaba or something, where it's dirt cheap. No, those are not the prices we're getting. Let <laughs> yeah. me tell you, those not are not problem. the prices. So... But yeah, there's a lot that goes into it, guys.
1: <laughs> and what's interesting about Bamboo specifically, I mean, other e-commerce industries, like your profit margin is like anywhere from three to ten times your cost in Bamboo. Like it's maybe double if you're lucky. Yes, maybe yeah. double. Maybe double. Yeah. And that, that's fine. I mean, that's not that's profit. Profit is profit. But what that makes it really hard to do is grow your brand. And so, you yeah. know, if you guys want options, you want all these different sizes, colors, styles, whatever. Think about how much money we have to continually invest to grow into actually all the time, those products. Like it's, it's not easy.
3: Yeah. And I would also say something that I've learned along the way is like kind of what Mandy was saying. I ordered way too much inventory in the beginning because I really wanted to be taken seriously. So I was like, okay, I need to have all these different styles. I need to have a like large variety of sizes and I need different prints. Like, I want someone to find me on Google and browse through my website and be like, okay, this is a real person. Like this is a real business. I mean, so yeah. you, so, you,
2: yeah. so that's what I call the fake it till you make it. That's what I was all about. 100%. Like, like when I did my organic cotton, like I wasn't selling much at all until I got into wholesale and I just made it look every day like, oh, I'm a huge brand. Like i am right. got this so Yeah.
3: And my whole point was like that you really don't need that. Like it's totally like a false thing in your head because there is really such like a cult following for bamboo specifically, but also just in general, people know that there's small businesses out there. Like that's not something new under the sun. So you really don't, you can come out with one print four sizes and what would be so great is you only have that and you actually sell out like quickly and then you have the money to order new stuff. So it totally is like, not true that you have to have so much inventory to be like taken seriously or be a real brand or whatever just sometimes you kind of have to like meet your customers halfway like you kind of have to be posting in groups about it or um you know working hard to like advertise right because if someone does find you off google okay maybe they see only a couple of things and are like not too sure about it
2: then
1: yeah Yeah. a sketchy website like (laughs) 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 anytime i see a facebook ad, i'm like Hmm. Well, let's see what this is about <laughs> i bought the other day it totally
3: got me a laser hair remover off of an instagram ad and i was like i hope this is for real and it was like 150 dollars and i was like so <laughs> i don't have time to shave anymore laser'
1: at home <laughs> it's not gonna work i, <laughs> I know it but i'll update yeah. you next week
0: right
1: <laughs> okay so
3: should we get into the bamboo drama of the week uh
0: of the yeah. week sure
3: Let's dive in. Okay. Oh, you know what? One more thing um, that I wanted to like ask you guys before we go into that. Um, We've talked like a little bit about running a bamboo business up up to this point, but um, what are some things like just being totally honest, what are some things that really suck about running a business in general, running a bamboo business, and then we'll kind of follow it up with like, okay, but why do we love it? Like, why are we doing it though?
2: Okay. I want to go first. Like the biggest thing for me, this isn't really about running it. This is what I hate the most is um, like, say you have a loose thread or something and people go bash you over (laughs) something. I don't like that's my hardest thing I've found so far to be completely honest when people, even if like, Oh, it didn't fit my kid. Right. Like they go bash you wide instead of contacting you or, um, or like returning and getting a bigger size. You know what I mean? They just want to go straight to these groups and bash you. And they're, we're real people. Like this is our livelihood. Like we, we love doing what we're doing. So that, that's what i found to be the hardest to be completely honest. Yeah. And like really quick to follow up
3: on that. We're in a group chat with a bunch of other owners and there are girls in there like on a weekly basis bawling their eyes out because of like mm-hmm. a mean thing that a customer said to them. And We are not, like, we don't have customer service reps that read these and don't care because they don't own the business. We have, like, a little box, or at least I do, in my email, and it's, like, customer service or something. And all of those emails go to that. And when that little folder has a one next to it, and I know there's a new email in there, I'm, like, my heart just drops because people can be so cruel. And there's not a
2: lot of grace given to you as a small business owner. Something I always say is you could get, like, a million good reviews but that one bad review of someone tearing you apart is the one that sticks with you. So that's, that's hard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like they're very like constructive of us compared to like, if they bought a shirt at target and it rips the next day, like they're just going to move on. But with us, it's like, no, we're going to blast you. Yeah. This is going in all the bamboo groups.
1: Pilling.
2: I've, I've <laughs> never owned
1: a piece of clothing that hasn't had pilling at some point. Like,
2: <laughs> like bamboo I, is so delicate. Like, it's just it's, a delicate fabric. So it, it I just anything have really never soft, been that yeah,
1: mom. And I get it; it's expensive. If anybody knows that, no one knows that more poignantly than people who own a bamboo. <laughs> yeah, expensive. But I don't get a package in the mail and it immediately just
0: start inspect it. it. Yeah, no.
1: and so anytime somebody posts, there's like. A pinhole. I'm like, first of all, nine times out of 10, I can't even see what they're talking about in the pictures. I'm like this, like what? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and it just,
2: that's hard. Well, what Jess said too, we're, we're in this group with a lot of bamboo brands and one of them's a pretty big brand and they're attacked almost every single day. And that even with them being a pretty big, small, big, Kills them like they, it hurts them every time they get these messages. Just because they're bigger doesn't mean it doesn't affect them,
3: yeah. And I think one thing I would say to the customers is if you think it's just fun to like bash them and you actually do really like their stuff, one day they're just gonna shut down and they're gonna say it's not worth it because they're not Walmart and they're not Target. So if like some you hurt someone's feelings enough because you're just kind of like cruel to them, you know those that's not going to be there for you to buy anymore because at some point, like these are moms, right. They're just going to be like, no.
2: And honestly, at the end of the day, if we have a product that has like a hole in our space, nothing's ever going to be perfect, everything. So we don't want that either. Like that affects us as well. So if you're like, if you message an owner, they're going to help you, they're going to take care of you. So yeah, we don't want that to happen either. So to attack people I mean it, it doesn't do any good or to bash yeah. them somewhere that just that all that does is hurt someone yeah. yeah and they will take care of you like I don't know any of the owners that we
3: know that would not replace something if it had a hole in it yeah but yeah if you do have a loose thread
1: just cut, I, it, I it, just cut, cut it off just cut it off I'm not gonna say to anyone
2: just
3: <laughs> cut it off
2: I
1: don't, okay I, don't post <laughs> you're having an absolute meltdown hold on I was <laughs> talking about <laughs> this earlier, earlier. There,
2: there was a bamboo group I don't know which one it was but someone literally posted one string and there were a <laughs> A thousand comments on it. (laughs) I don't know what the comments said, but they're like, what do I do about this? Step one, get your scissors. Step two, (laughs) cut.
0: (laughs) Step uh, three, delete
2: your Facebook. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, what do you guys not like about this industry? That was
0: (laughs) actually compelling, man. And also one other thing that I'm sure we all can say that's sometimes frustrating is like, when you have prints or you have an idea and then it comes like somebody else does it before you. So then you're like, all right, well, I'm not doing that. Or if you do, it's like, oh, you're copying them. Like, oh, that drives yeah.
3: me. We should get into that whole debate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, not me, someone else. Okay, to I'll get into it. it. Okay. okay. To me.
2: Okay, you go first. <laughs> okay,
1: so, and just recently, we had a print that um, was, it was a girl who does designs on like Etsy and Instagram and whatever. And I love her style. So I reached out to her and I was like, hey, can you tweak this for me? Because I usually like to do that just to make it our own, you know, and I'm from Moab or well, I live in Moab and Arches is, you know, a huge national park. Obviously, everybody knows Delicate Arch. It's like you see it everywhere. So I thought, how cool would it be to put Delicate Arch into this design? And so I had it customized, whatever. And literally like a week later, (laughs) another brand released the original version and ours just wasn't different enough to be passable. So I was just like, well, scrap that. You know what I mean? And it happens. Like you can't take it personal. You just got to move on. It's not, it's not personal.
2: Well, I have a, I have an awesome situation. So I. (laughs) There's this brand that always talks about people copying them, right? They always talk about it in their stories. And I'm not kidding you. Their prints are like checkers and like the most basic prints anyway. So, and they always talk about how they have a designer and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, good for you. But anyways, Mm -hmm. I, I make a print. That's literally one of my smiley face graphics. That's on my, one of my sweatshirts that I've, it's one of my post-popular sweatshirts. I make this print and people like, They even commented on my post, like basically that I was copying them. It looks very similar, but I didn't even know who they were when I had it made. So I literally reached out to them. Like I sent them the conversation with the designer that, and they just ignored me. And, but it's like, People assume you. Co- Nobody's copying you. Like,
0: yeah, no, People do what they want to
2: do. Yeah, I would love to have all my own prints, but I mean, sometimes they're really good on Etsy, and I can't pass it yeah, up. They are. Yeah,
3: also, like <laughs> that is totally just the business. So, like, number one, you don't own smiley faces. Like, I'm sorry, you think you were right. the original Actually, smiley faces? You Actually, know face what?
2: Smiley World owns smiley faces. If we want to get into that, <laughs> I didn't know that, but no. Oh God, well, they're Walmart. <laughs> they're they're trademarked, by the way. Oh, like actual oh, like smiley face. Yes, like the smiley faces like... trademark. They're like a billion dollar company. Uh, you have to buy the licensing to do smiley faces.
3: What the? So, if any other business owners of family <laughs> companies are watching this, they're going to be like, "Oh, s." They're like typing like, right
2: now. Okay. Well, I'll tell you guys. If even if you have the word smiley in your thing, take it out because they also have the word smiley copyrighted. So that is just, a topic for another day. Company. <laughs> yeah. Um.
3: I totally forgot what I was going to say. Oh, I was just going to say like, yeah, you don't own like checkers. I guess there's someone that owns
0: smiley faces,
3: but like stripes. I'm like, there's only so many different colors you can put on a stripe, you know? So I feel like that's just kind of ridiculous. And it's also just, that is just the industry because when I first started, I was like a nobody. Like I had maybe 600 followers on Instagram, no one in my Facebook group. And Still, arguably, I may be a nobody, but um, I had someone sign up for my emails and I thought it was weird because the domain of the email was at Baby Gap or something like that. And I thought, okay, that's kind of weird. I looked up the per like they didn't order anything. They just signed up for my emails. And I looked up this person's email on LinkedIn and they are, I know, I know. (laughs) This is why I had way more time on my hands. Um, And they were a buyer for Gap or like baby gap or whatever. And you know, they don't do like, they don't do, um, they're not a retailer, right. Or whatever it's called. Like they just do their own brand. Um, like we do. So I'm like, okay, they're not like interested in my product, right? Like, no, they're doing research like on what's trending. And that's just how the business works, right? Like whatever's trending is trending and then everyone wants it and everyone wants to do it. So you can't be like, all offended that other people have checkers or whatever it is, because that's popular. And why did you like it? Because it's popular or because it's trending or becoming popular. So I think to try to hold other people to a standard that you really are never going to hold yourself to, that just doesn't make any sense.
2: Yeah. And if you're not blatantly copying someone, do the print you want to do. Don't say, oh, it's too, you know what I mean? Like you should still do it. It's your brand at the end of the day. It's what's feeding your family. So A lot of people I I do see, they're like, oh, it's just so similar, but I I wanted to do it. I already had to do it.
0: Yeah. That's capitalism.
2: Like that is, that just, that's what it is. Like if you don't have the
3: stomach for that, you're going to have a really, really hard time staying afloat. Sure. But it
2: does suck when you do a print, like off Etsy or something, and then someone else comes out with it, especially yeah, if they so come out with it before you, because yeah. um, if spent you guys money don't to have it customized, <laughs> well, manufacturing, get yeah, over
3: takes... it, Lauren. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> manufacturing takes three to four months before you have a product. I know. So yeah. that was right. a lot of times you already have them in production and then someone <laughs> will put it out and you're like, And then it's the worst where they're like, you copied. And it's like,
3: I didn't make it in two days. (laughs) You know the industry. Yeah. Like, you know, it's been being made for two months at least. So that's not even possible.
2: Yeah. You're
3: just in the back with a sewing machine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's move on to the like drama of the week. Okay. Okay. So if you guys are tuning in here. Because you saw us share the like trailer for our podcast on Facebook, then you most likely know what like a bamboo group is on Facebook. Um, but if you found us through basically any other avenue besides Facebook, then you may not. So okay, here's the skinny. Bamboo <laughs> is a specific type of fabric used often on baby clothing. We've talked about it a lot already. It's higher end, more expensive, so you most likely won't see it at like Target or Walmart. Um, oh, small- it's at Walmart. You know what, though? I did see that the <laughs> other day. And someone was like, oh, my God, bamboo at Walmart. Yes. So that was like a big deal because it's not common. Yeah. yeah. But keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. But small business owners pretty much like steal a show with bamboo be- baby clothes because um, it's like extremely soft and hypoallergenic, temperature regulated and all this stuff. Um, so there's basically an entire community that's been built like around the style of baby clothing And there are just like an endless amount of Facebook groups and people are constantly like selling them secondhand so they can afford to buy more. People are going into incredible amounts of debt, like just to get their hands on like the new collections that are coming out. Um, And there's just like this whole drop culture, which we can totally get into later. Um, But people love Like bamboo baby clothing, so much that bigger brands will sell out in like seconds when they launch a new print. So, I know what you're thinking. You're like, okay, so there's a bunch of sleep deprived moms that haven't showered in 15 days, all like clawing for a limited amount of items. That sounds really scary. And it is. These groups are really scary, but we are all a part of them and they're really entertaining. And nothing can make me get out of these groups. Like people are like, Oh, I muted that group. <laughs> it was just Messy. too much drama for me. And I'm like, no, because when I'm nap trapped, like all I want to do is scroll through this post about a loose thread that has a oh, just just wait Until
2: you're it. posted, you'll mute them all. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
3: <laughs> Thank God <laughs> I have it so far. <laughs> I like really don't have the stomach for that. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I'm going to eat my words for sure. Um, But, okay, so this leads us to our, like, reoccurring segment we're going to do on this podcast, and basically it's going to be called Weekly Bamboo Mama Drama. I feel like we need a little sing-songy thing right there. Mama
2: drama, mama (laughs) drama.
3: I'm going to snip that little piece and just play it, like, add an echo and, like, some music. Um, Okay, so um, this is what we have this week. As we mentioned before, a lot of moms like to do BST which is buy, sell, trade. Um, and bamboo outfits cost anywhere from like 30 to $40. Generally. Um, we all know like how quickly our kids grow out of their clothes. So trading or like reselling bamboo outfits is a way a lot of moms can afford to shop new drops coming out. Like I said, so there was this woman who was, I'm not going to say any names on here. and like, we're not going to try to like bully people or whatever. We're just going to give you the details of what happened no names or whatever but um okay so there's this woman who was bidding on items in the comments but wasn't actually interested in purchasing them and this essentially drives up the price for everyone bidding like artificially so then it came to light that she was pretty well known on tiktok and posted a video about how she was like bidding on items specifically wouldn't like the other girls who were interested in the product so there was like obviously a lot of bad blood here before we even begin this story but um However, someone saw that TikTok and posted it in the group as like a buyer beware. And the girl who made the TikTok video was obviously like humiliated and asked the admins of the group to take down the video. They refused because they felt like it was a good red flag to anyone in a bidding war with her. And then so she decides to like retaliate against the admins of the group. She calls their employers. Well, I found out after a little digging, it was like (laughs) their old employers. Wow. And so they were like, well, that's embarrassing for you because you called all these places and we don't even work there anymore. So she decides to go one step further. She calls the U.S. Army. To try to file a complaint against one of the admin's husbands. Oh, my God. She horrible. also posted like a bad review. Someone works for some college or something. And she posted like a bad review on the Facebook and said, I'm being harassed by one of your employees. I'm being bullied and all this stuff. All because they won't take like this video down, which she posted on TikTok herself. So put it out there for like the world to see. So apparently this individual has also used her TikTok following to like collab with several bamboo brand owners. I can't remember if you guys said that this person maybe had reached out to you or not, but um, she would like reach out asking for free items in exchange for videos on her TikTok. And then she would turn around and sell these items in BST. So she would, like, get these items to collab. She wouldn't post the videos, actually, like she was supposed to. And then she would just sell them secondhand. Mm -hmm. Um, And according to the admins of this Facebook group, she also once shipped one of these items to someone Mm -hmm. with a moldy chicken nugget in it. No, stop.
1: (laughs) I'm serious. Yeah. So after How? doing some digging <laughs> purposely, I mean, you can't have to be intentional.
3: I just <laughs> want to know. Nugget
2: just split Wait, is following. this like, are we starting rumors now? Or did this really happen? According to
3: the admins of this Facebook group, which usually they're pretty like people usually trust what the admins have to say. It happened. So, um, I'm assuming like, I'm assuming that this happened in their group, like the, 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 Sale happened in the group. And then I bet yeah. one of the people that received it probably like sent a photo in, like, look what just happened. But anyway, so after doing some digging into this individual, what I found was even more shocking. Um, <laughs> this person apparently is from Britain, but came to the US, married a US citizen. Um, she became TikTok famous for essentially airing her dirty laundry regarding like her marriage or baby daddy or something on TikTok. <laughs> I didn't go that far back, but that's what I heard. So she's well known for she's also well known for her Facebook video that she once made where she used a paint roller to apply self-tanner. And I guess someone I was like, I was trying to understand this story and I don't know if I got all the details totally right, but I read this article and I'm like, I'm confused if she was the one that like took the advice and did it or if she was the original one that did it.
2: Wait, hold on. Using a paint roller to apply paint tanner does not sound like a bad idea. Um, well
1: it's
3: kind of hold on.
2: Let me get it. <laughs> I thought hold you on. meant like paint on her body. I thought it was no. paint
3: too. Yeah. No, hold on. Okay. <laughs> so basically she does that and then apparently someone like took her advice and they decided to um they decided to do what she did or whatever. I just sent you guys in our group chat on Facebook I just sent you guys a picture of the person who took her advice please look at that now and I'll try to share
2: that lights are so bright
3: I'll try to either add it to this recording or I'll share it to our socials after so people can see what we're looking at wait what (laughs) should I try to like show it up to the screen oh my god
2: wait
3: what I don't understand I can't Okay, should I try to, like, hold a
2: picture up to the screen? <laughs> hold on. We should all paint roll ourselves for next that week. That is not what I was expecting. Oh, my God. I can't. It
3: won't work, but literally.
2: <laughs> what do the comments no. say? Okay. <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh,
3: okay. I can't see the comments. Like, it was, like, a private <laughs> Facebook, but, oh, my God. So, anyway, apparently she was involved in this situation, and it got, like, so much attention. Like, <laughs> So many shares oh my God. that oh my God. Um, it got like news articles written about it and stuff. Her
2: face.
3: <laughs> she looks distraught. <laughs> someone like someone said, I, I don't know if it was like on the article or wherever, but someone was like, I'm confused why when she saw like the results at least halfway through, like why she didn't stop. But she was just like full <laughs> commitment. <laughs> but anyway so that's not even the half of it okay so this is the granddaddy of <laughs> so them all, okay so that was apparently her um and it recently just came to light that she also is the subject of this article and bear with me it's kind of long but i'm just gonna like read this through
1: the cliff notes
3: yeah so this is the title of the article Show jumper trampled woman with horse and dragged her by hair in front of horrified daughter. So the person described as like the show jumper. So the person who basically does the like insane thing in the story, this is the person from the Facebook group, a show jumper trampled a retired police woman with her horse and dragged her by the hair after accusing her victim of filming her as she was eliminated from a competition. The victim blacked out in front of her terrified 10-year-old daughter as she was attacked by a competitor at a show-jumping arena. Spectators ran into the ring and stopped the assault by pulling her off her horse. The victim was heavily bruised by the attack, but miraculously escaped any major injuries. The attacker pleaded guilty to assault. So this is the girl that we're talking about. Like, she pleaded guilty to this assault, okay? The victim said she was using her mobile phone to text her dog walker as she watched the performance. But I guess she had accused this ex-police woman of filming her before charging her with her horse, picking her up by the hair and dragging her along the ground. The victim said, I'd forgotten to cancel my dog walker that day, so I was trying to text him while watching her show jump. The sun was in my eyes and I couldn't see. So I was waving my phone all over the place I saw the horse refuse the first fence and she gave it a smack and then blah, 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 she was eliminated. She saw me standing there with my phone and thought I was filming her and went mad. She was shouting at her mom nearby who was saying, get that effing phone out of here. She was shouting and swearing and saying she was going to run me down as she rode her horse at me. She came out of the ring on her horse and went berserk, swearing at her and demanding she hand over the phone. She added, this must have gone on for about five minutes, and then she started kicking her horse like mad and saying she was going to ride over me. The victim also claimed she raised her whip at her, and she jumped over the barrier to get away. She then cantered around the ring to catch up with her before pushing her into the railing. So anyway, that was insane. She pleaded guilty, and these are some of the comments from a recent post about her in one of the groups, okay? She is the classic case of crying wolf, except she poked the wolves, they came, and now she's scared. Also, the fact, this is another comment, also the fact that she got married to a fresh 18-year-old at her ripe age of 26. Creepy aft to me, if you, also, she commented again, also, if you put me on your TikTok, can you please put my cash app? Thanks. Another comment said, I didn't know it was possible for the plot to keep thickening this much. This girl has more issues than an onion does layers. (laughs) And then someone else commented and they're like, smile for her next TikTok. So there you have it. That's our weekly bamboo drama of the week. And if you want to see a lot of TikToks with the hashtag make me famous and a lot of videos of someone shoving their diamond ring into the camera, you would really enjoy her feet.
0: Yeah. Apparently she was like threatening other people on her TikTok, like saying she was going to come with them after her with her horse.
3: Yes. Oh my God. I saw that. Yeah. She was like, what are you going to do? Get me if with your next.
2: next. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, you're next. But okay. Something in your story, you talked about BST. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> let's get into business. Um, BST is a crazy, crazy world because what she's talking about is people will sell, they'll go shop products and they'll sell them for like five times the amount because bamboo sells out so fast. So it is wild. So I heard she got things up to like seven hundred and fifty dollars or something. Like yeah. insane. Like a I don't know what it was. That's a blanket, like, I think. A blanket. Okay. So blankets sell for like sixty to eighty, we'll say. So she got it up to 70, 750 dollars for someone to buy. That's insane. That's wild. But you know what's insane is someone bought it. Yeah. That's, <laughs> so. that's insane.
1: That's Hopefully
3: funny. that wasn't <laughs> the one
2: that had the chicken nugget in it. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, I mean, it's an extra. You get seven. You get a blanket for seven fifty and a chicken nugget. So yeah, snap. <laughs> it might kill you, but hey, moms can't
3: make their own lunch. There's not
2: time. We're busy.
3: <laughs> Let's talk about mom brain because I feel like there's a total lack of people don't think it's like real. I feel unless you're a mom and you've experienced it. But then I've even met some moms that are like, no, I've never experienced that. Like that's not real. You're just using that as like
2: an excuse. Please. Okay, mm-hmm. so, sure. You want to hear what I did this week? Well, I ordered a pair of Nikes for my daughter, a size 7. Um, no, they were a size 7, but they weren't a size 7 women's. They were a size 7 men's. <laughs> Not even toddlers. So, Two then, steps away. So I'm like, whatever. Okay, I messed up. Um, then today, I have some shoes for my son come in that are supposed to be size 5, like baby or toddler, or whatever. Oh, no, they're size 5 men's or... Who knows what they are, but I did it twice in one week. So I would say mom brain or I'm an idiot. Who knows? You lost your phone. <laughs> oh, and I lost my phone. I haven't, I, I have no idea where it's
3: at. We have bets going, mm-hmm. but I think that it's going to arrive in someone's package this week. For it, it sure. might,
2: it might.
3: <laughs> I'd way rather have that than the chicken nugget for sure. <laughs> an iPhone like score. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, no, I read that your brain, it, it, your brain mass or something like that shrinks by like 3% after having a kid. I don't know if that's related to breastfeeding or if that's related
0: to.
2: So if you have 10 kids then your brain gone.
0: Your brain, your brain's your brain's
2: gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord, that's how i feel.
1: My business partner like i can't remember what we ordered or what style size i can't Same. remember anything. It once i text on WhatsApp it's gone forever. Like if I don't, (laughs) there's no documentation. It never happened.
3: (laughs) I feel like that's how we have to survive too. Like just with running our families and then also running a business. Like you have to only keep so many things. Like I read this book once that was like, you only have three or five or something parking spaces in your brain at one time. So like if you're trying to remember five things or like six things, okay, one of them's gone now because you only have five spots. So I feel like we know that like subconsciously. So we're like, okay, so, you know, we try to, like, deal with things, like, type it in the chat, like you said, and then, like, that's it until it pops back up. We have to, like, deal with it again.
0: Yeah. I feel like I watch ID, like, shows about, you know, killings. And they're like, how do they not remember that they did this and this? And I'm like, I would not remember anything. <laughs> you know, what? I don't remember said- times or anything.
2: I always tell my husband when I watch the ID channel or any of those is like they go like you watch, like, say, Jeffrey Dahmer or something. And they're like, we should have known when he was a child because he hit this other kid with a block and I'm like you know what when I see my daughter do something I'm like oh when she's a serial killer or something we're gonna go y'all remember that time like, yeah. no it's just they, they try to pick at anything they can pick at in those shows it's so wild yeah, yeah. they totally have to like rationalize why something so horrible could happen yeah, it's like but, no he's he's two years old he's he's hitting someone with a block because he's two yeah yeah
1: when but, he starts yeah. cutting the tails off of cats, then you can be worried.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Animal abuse is like an actual yes, legit yeah. sign they're gonna
3: be like a horrible serial killer, or mass shooter, or something.
2: You know what? Though back to the business, we talked about like how much we spent, but I think a good thing going from that is how much have you made? Yeah. So I think people would like to know that, like, compared to what you've spent. So we opened <laughs> to try to remember <laughs> over
1: like, like mid October, I want to say last year. And I think our first few months we did somewhere between fifteen and twenty thousand.
2: And but are gonna... you taking any of that in? Oh, like absolutely not. That's more what I mean. Like, not and what are you selling? Like, what yeah. are you? What are you bringing
1: in to? Get and for yourself? every month, Scoots has done more than the previous month. So we're having continuous growth, and one hundred percent of it, I haven't seen a penny just going back yeah
2: does
3: your business partner take a salary either or do you both just kind of have an agreement right now to like put it all back in
1: our goal we're like we just always joke about how we can't wait to quit our day jobs
2: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) no we both still work full-time and also that's crazy like i i don't know how people do it uh like a applause to them because it is so much work and then Mm -hmm. to have a day job on top of it is like hard it's hard. But if I yeah. didn't have her, I would die. Yeah, needless to say.
3: You know <laughs> yeah. what? Something that we all have in common. I think. I think I've seen all of us say this like at least once. Was that we all would love for our spouses to be able to like quit their jobs too, and be yeah, like, able yeah. to help with the business. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's something that's like really cool. And I don't think a lot of people talk about that. um But that's something like because we, you know, if you're a stay-at-home mom and you're running a business that's really cool. But to be able to have like absolutely no one with like a gun to your head, like you need to work this day, you need to work this day or whatever. Like to be able to have complete just freedom of time and be able to like make your own choices, I Mm -hmm. think is something really cool. And I don't think a lot of people will have that. I don't, I don't know anyone that has that actually in my life besides like, I, I know two people that run a real estate brokerage together. So I'm like, that's goals for sure. But they also work like 80 hours a week. So
1: Oh jeez, my husband would never. Well, he owns a business, right? Yeah, he. Yeah, yeah, he's a concrete man. He's <laughs> pretty much as far away from baby clothing as you could possibly. You know what I said? All I said all of us, but actually, I,
3: I realize you never said that. He just already owns his own business.
1: He already <laughs> owns his own thing, and also, like, he's he's the friend that every time I show him a print, he's like, "That's stupid." Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, well, you have no taste.
3: Like, you know, it would be good. Is like. Next week or in the in a future podcast, we should have all of our husbands try to design a print and, like, <laughs> share them and have people vote on who did the best one. My husband would be
2: really good. He's Why really good at that kind wife? of stuff. Oh, really? i husband... always like, ask. Okay. About... But, but when I show my husband prints, he's like, I don't like prints.
0: <laughs> all right. Yeah, mine's always like, I don't know about it. And then I'm like, look, somebody got it and now they're selling out and it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's I don't good even, to have someone to blame for sure. He doesn't even know what I'm doing. I don't even tell him anything. I'm like
0: working. I <laughs> do the
3: opposite. I tell him the same thing a hundred times, and he's like, "Thank you for telling me," but you did already tell me this five times. Just so you know, and I'm like,
1: <laughs> at least you know. Okay, see you tomorrow
3: know. when I forget and tell you again.
1: Right.
2: No, my husband. I don't
1: talk to him about scoops like at all.
2: Yeah, I'm the same. Like, I don't talk to him. But I mean, I would love for him to. Ch- ch- like quit his corporate job and like come work with, well I work with me not for me um, just so we could like travel a lot more and like hire people and stuff that's that's the only reason honestly but um yeah. but yeah I don't tell him anything he doesn't care and if he if he if he hears something he, one ear out the other yeah. <laughs> That's yeah 100 yeah <laughs> he's like oh cool
1: but when yeah, he when like, the thing that's nice about having a business partner is i have a constant sounding force so i
2: had uh, yeah, a business partner <laughs>
0: yeah
2: i had a business partner but i'm so glad i have like you guys because now i can talk to you guys and yeah that's something else that we should say is like the bamboo community there's so many people who like look at it as like owners like will block other owners and are so competitive and stuff and it's like why like we have such a great group of women like if we just stuck together like yeah it's all it's awesome like i can tell these girls anything i can show them my prints, this that will tell me yeah it's ugly <laughs> yeah and you know like but you know oh, it's yeah. just... i've been told that before and i'm, yeah, I'm harsh but okay i will do it now i think <laughs> i'd do it anyways <laughs>
3: you did you saw that and you texted me separately and you were like just do it anyway
2: yeah I'm I'm one of those people who like I'll ask for opinions but I'm gonna do yeah. what I want so yeah should we do the um it's
3: the a-hole oh, segment yeah.
1: throw
3: that in. okay um
2: Callie do you want to read it um no I don't okay. <laughs> I can if you want or you can No, I just don't know where it's at.
3: It's on the sheet, but I can do it. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. So basically there is this, um, like section of Reddit that's like called, am I the a-hole and people put in there, um, or like form or whatever, but they put in their life situation or whatever has happened. Um, and they basically just ask based on their situation, like, okay, am I the a-hole here or the other person that's like in this story? So I pulled this one from Reddit. This is the subject. Am I the a-hole for getting a pregnancy craving during a party? Oh, I saw this. (laughs) I am a 29-year-old female, and I'm pregnant with my boyfriend, Sam's baby. He's 32. Sam and I went to a party for his family. Um, No momentous occasion, just a normal family get-together during my pregnancy. I have had intense cravings. While we were together at the party, I told Sam I was craving a slushie about 30 minutes away. Why it was like a specific 30-minute-away slushie, I'm not sure. (laughs) Um, But we just had arrived about 20 minutes prior. He said, give him a little while, and we'd go get one. So after about 30 more minutes, I said it again to him, and he said, fine, get in the car. On our way, we got into an argument, and he thinks the craving could have just waited a couple of hours. He's now mad at me. Um, that we had to leave the party early. We see his family two to three times a month, sometimes more. And I just don't think it's a big deal to leave early when I have a craving. Am I the A-hole?
1: Yes. Yeah. You are the A-hole. <laughs> yeah, unbelievably so. <laughs> like, your little slushy craving can't
0: wait. you a little craving?
1: I just try and picture my husband. You know what? It was a big craving. Husband, and he would look at me and be like, you're out of your mind. Like it's out of the question and vice versa. Like if the roles were reversed, I don't care how pregnant you are. Like he sees his family a couple times. Okay. No, I just can't. No. (laughs) I feel
3: like the best advice is like always try to be the better person. And like, if I, like, if I was talking to her, I would be like, no, okay. Like you should have just not had a slushie or gotten on the way home. It's not a big deal. But then if I was talking to him, I would have been like, you should respect her more like you should appreciate the sacrifice she's making and I feel like that's always the best marital advice like tell both of them work harder to be better for each other so but you just like just tell
2: people what they want to hear no
3: opposite <laughs> I tell them both what they don't want to hear like I'm like be a better wife be a better husband to both of them like if you can both just try to be the best person you can like you'll have a better marriage for the other person but I feel like the only thing like yeah I'm like okay you didn't need a slushie you were fine and why you needed one 30 minutes away like get one at the qt or like whatever, hold on maybe
2: they were in the middle of nowhere that's and true 30 minutes was the only slushie but
3: 30 minutes to the nearest gas station
2: i feel like to be honest i feel like this story is like trolling for they could be in mohab yeah. and there's nothing True, so they gotta drive slushie. to get a slushie <laughs> but also well, i will
3: say when i was pregnant there was like a couple of times maybe only like three or four times during my whole pregnancy but we would be like going somewhere or like it would just be somewhere random. And I would feel so hungry in that moment that I literally felt like I was going to die. And I would be like, I don't know what's going on right now. And I didn't really have like cravings or anything during my pregnancy. But I would that be like, if different. I don't eat in the next five minutes, I literally I don't know why, but I have this feeling I'm going to die, which is so stupid. I wasn't. This, this story but it came over me. Jessica. I just remember <laughs> eating this like Taco Bell burrito at the chiropractor and they were like. Are you hungry and I was like we had to stop. I just needed it so bad. I'm pretty sure that sounds like a craving. But not talking about specifically. <laughs> well, I was just all of a sudden overwhelmed sugar. with hunger. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, when I was pregnant, I would have to eat like every 3 hours on the dot or I would get the shakes. Like it
0: would Yeah, I would get sick. But that's not yeah. like than like, craving,
1: maybe like yeah. Oh, I want ice cream. Like yeah, yeah I wasn't like that. Like, being an adult, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Uh, I don't
0: know. Like the ones that are like, I wake my husband up at 4 a.m. to go get me this from the store. And I'm like, no, that's crazy.
1: crazy But does the husband do it?
0: I would never be that wife. Probably.
1: I just couldn't. I couldn't like put somebody else out like that.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm
1: terrified of
3: being that wife. Like, I think I go too far the opposite direction sometimes. Like, go out all night or leave for two weeks. It's fine. I got things. And then inside, I'm like, why did I like say that was okay? But I would never want to be the friend where like the husbands are all talking to each other, and then you hear the, the husband be like, "Oh, she's so annoying. She always wants. To, oh, she's texting me again." And like I've heard <laughs> those husbands, and I'm like, I never I want know. to be that. Oh so, my gosh,
2: that is not a good husband.
1: I've had that happen I to know. me when I was like, that's
2: 20, horrible. I was, but also the guy. wife sometimes. I'm like, oh yeah, but a husband should never say that. Like, no, I know, totally agree. Yeah, should never say that. For sure. No, you should never bash your wife in public.
0: Like, yeah, in front of people. people.
2: Yeah, no, I had. But what were you saying? Sorry, I was a kid. Uh,
1: well, I, I was a kid. I was like twenty, but I was dating a guy, and I was. You know, when you're young, it's like you go through your crazy phase, right? No, and I called him, and it was like, yeah. July, so I was like, I want to be with my boyfriend or whatever, and he was clearly avoiding me. And now I, my older <laughs> self is screaming at my younger self, like, "What are you doing, idiot? Stop calling him." But I called him like uh-huh. only three times in a row and he accidentally answered. And I heard him go, He accidentally answered. My girlfriend will stop calling me and I just remember <laughs> losing my mind. <laughs> was like you're dead to me. <laughs> it didn't work <happen. laughs> <laughs> No, I think we've all been
3: there for sure. Like who what teenage girl is not like that, honestly?
1: I was twenty but My well, yeah. 20, <laughs> 20 year old was not like that honestly <laughs> make me feel better guys like I need to hear your crazy girl stories <laughs> everybody's got one I was never for sure
2: see ever
1: okay
3: <laughs> I'm having mom brain I just can't remember
2: <laughs> yeah anyways we'll okay, at least well, have we'll for another pod into that later
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to like really think of a good story for that. Yeah. Where do you guys like see yourself, like yourself, your family, your brand, let's say like five years from now, like what would be the ideal scenario for your brand? And then maybe remind everyone since it's kind of like towards the end of the pod, remind everyone of your brand name.
0: Five years. Um, I would hope to grow a lot. And maybe like y'all said, my husband could quit his job and just help me do that. Cause right now that's kind of why we started, which is crazy. Well, part of the reason we started because he works in a refinery and he has crazy hours and it's a dangerous job. So we were like, oh, well, if we start this business, we can work together and, you know, you can help me at home. And then it was like reality check. Like, that's so far from being reality right now (laughs) because his job helps pay for baby bean. Yeah. So I'm like, you kind of got to stay there for a little bit.
3: You know, that's kind of like the crazy thing about what he does, like in refinery, because... You think about, like, okay, a policeman or, like, firefighter or whatever, and you think, like, oh, they work so hard, you know, it's physical labor, and it's really dangerous, all this stuff. But I feel like the people who are kind of underrepresented, like, they don't get the credit they deserve are people in, like, refinery like that. Like, they have a really Mm -hmm. dangerous job, and, like, there's wives at home scared for the safety Mm -hmm. of their husbands, like, when they go do that stuff. I don't think, like, I
0: really didn't know anything
3: about that until, like, we met each other and talked about that a little bit.
0: Yeah, there was, like, a huge fire the other day right by him. And I'm always like, it huh. stresses yeah. me out.
3: Yeah, it's so scary.
0: Mm. Very scary. But, yeah, that's kind of my hope is to grow and then, you know, have him be home with me and the kids and run the business from the house. We can help.
3: Yeah, you'll get there for sure. Yeah. And this right. podcast yeah. makes a billion dollars. <laughs> right. Right.
1: right. <laughs> Everybody needs to subscribe. <laughs> Smash that like button.
3: Yeah, <laughs> get on it. <laughs> Smash. Great
2: review. Subscribe. Every like is point zero 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 one penny. And if you if you watch this and you hate the pod, tell us what you want to see because yeah, for the mm-hmm. love of God, we'll give you what you want. We'll give you what you
0: want, <laughs> Mama. We will sell yeah. our souls to this mama. pod.
2: <laughs> um, but okay, I'll. Do you want to go? Go here. You. Okay. So, oh, yeah. well, so me, I'm a little different than most. Cause I started this for, just for fun. Like I don't need to do this. So, um, I, and it, the bamboo kind of blew up for me. So, um, it was just always supposed to be something fun at home to do on the side, which people, you know, talk about doing on the side. Um, so it, it blew up. Um, and I just hope it stays on the same growth path and I can, have a team around me because right now I'm doing it all on my own. So I stay up from like two to four every night and I get up from like six to eight. So, um, it's too much for one person at this point. And I hope it just, but I hope it continues so I can hire people and, you know, just honestly. And, uh, I do wholesale also. So I'd like to just continue to grow that and get my brand out there in more places. So yeah, just keep growing. You're at that like point right in the middle where it's like too much for
3: you. You're almost at the point where you're going to hire, so you're like yeah, right on the precipice of it, like being. It's amazing. like do so I it's want really to really
2: Yeah, it's it's yeah,
1: it's been a lot.
2: It's <laughs> a lot, but it, you really but need I enjoy a warehouse. it. Yeah, I I do need a warehouse, <laughs> but uh, we've seen
1: photo evidence. Callie really needs a warehouse, guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm done. Sorry, okay. done. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt. I just want to keep growing, guys, like everyone else. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, Yeah, I would, I mean, I would say the same. Like, I am a glutton for punishment. I don't see myself. My goal, like, I work to stop working, but I love working. So (laughs) the stopping working is probably nowhere in my future. One day I just envision myself, like, with my daughter this is truly a fantasy like us on the beach in tahiti or something and i'm like (laughs) working for my daughter she's like telling me about boy drama like that's the goal one day that's what i want to see happen and obviously husband is there too
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay five years i'm gonna see you in tahiti (laughs) yes (laughs) let's do a podcast trip for real
0: yeah
1: we can film like on the beach (laughs) right um but yeah, I mean, everybody wants to see growth and wants to see their brand. Yeah. I'm a Nordstrom girl like that. I worked there for a long time. Like I love it. it would be an absolute dream to one day see Scoots sold in Nordstrom. Oh,
0: that's awesome. Yeah, that's a, yeah. I would love to be in like a store.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like the same for me. I like, I have this marketing company that kind of helps me get deals like that. Um, is hopefully going to help me get deals like that. We just hired them. But I always tell them Nordstrom is like the goal, like Nordstrom Mm -hmm. and target. Like those are the two like opposite ends that I really want to like see my brand in. So that's where I really want to see my brand too. I really want to get to the point where I could have a team of people as well. um, And I'm not just like packaging orders every night and like constantly on my phone, constantly on my computer. Because same thing for me. Like I just did it for fun too, because I always wanted to be a stay at home mom. Like I always knew I wanted that. But then the second I was a stay at home mom, I was not like, I don't want to say bored because that sounds so horrible, but I didn't have any like mental stimulation Yeah, because you can talk to your baby all day long, but there's not this like thing happening in your brain where you're like solving puzzles and there's something like interesting. There's a little bit of stress, a little bit of anxiety, but it like leads to something really cool, like accomplishing a goal. And I really missed that. So it took me about two seconds to start a brand and then I'm like, well, I guess I didn't want to be a stay at home mom, but like now, like I get the best of both worlds. So I'm home with my son all day and then in between taking care of him, you know, I'm running Charlie Lou and, um, that's definitely the goal for sure is like to be in big brands and we do, we do wholesale too, same as Cali. So that's like where I'd like to see the wholesale go. And then I would love to just have a lot more brand recognition as well. Um, so that like. The thing is with wholesale, I don't know if like people really know this, but for the most part, you're making about a 50% margin or they expect 50% margin. So like you're making about half the amount you are on a regular order, like customer to customer. So yeah, they order a lot of product at one time, so it's worth it, but you have to sell so much more and really have like a wide variety of inventory to make that make sense so if we could just grow our brand and have like a lot more person to person customers as well, then obviously like profit margins are way higher and then get a team for that. So,
2: yeah. So I should also mention when I started Bamboo, um, I, I was going to be all wholesale. Like that was my goal because I love like seeing a product you make and then seeing it in all these boutiques all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um when it blew up, I didn't expect it to blow up. So that's why I'm now more in retail, but it was supposed to be mainly wholesale. Yeah. And that's
3: also something I would say just for people who are thinking about starting a brand too. I would look into wholesale like early on, you should think about maybe pricing your items so that you could sell it at a 50% rate so that um, you could still make a profit and do wholesale because Like we were saying, like, if you do want to order a lot of inventory in the beginning, or even if you don't order very much, you might not have a large customer base. And then, um, like wholesale helps you move inventory quickly so that you can get the money to be able to afford to to keep launching new products, which is like what keeps people interested and loyal to your
2: brand. That is the best Mm -hmm. advice I give new business owners is to get on wholesale because products go stale right in your boutique, but, uh, They always will sell in wholesale. So you'll always be able to move your product. So I always recommend that's the first thing I recommend is be sure to get on a wholesale website or do it through your own website. But I think wholesale is so important because it's if some some things that don't sell for you are going to sell for someone else. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's and a lot of these places buying
3: have physical shops like, yes, we're all online. But there's a lot of actual physical shops out there. So think about just like how many people are walking by your products every day, seeing your brand, walking away with them. And if they really like them, then they'll continue to come back and buy your your new styles from you for their shop as well. Yes, correct. Yeah. Cool. Well, should I talk about maybe what we're going to talk about next week?
1: Sure. I have a tidbit, but I'll save it for later.
2: I want to hear it. I was just going to say, and I feel like maybe we
1: can edit this into like a relevant part of the conversation, but, um, that I'm blown away with like these Facebook groups and just the market in general. I'm blown away with how supportive perfect strangers on the internet have been of my brand, like more so than people I know in my- People you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Same.
2: Same. Yeah. Yeah
1: and who people who will say like oh i want to see you do well. Then there's strangers on the internet that really like really go to bat for you. It's just crazy. It's humbling, you know. Well,
2: someone the yeah. other day posted about a loose loose threads on one of my products and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to get torn apart." And I'm not kidding you. Um there's only one bad comment. All the comments were so kind. They they all stuck up for me. Um, even business owners came out and were like, Oh, Callie will take care of-. you know what I mean? It was just like, it was, it was a great experience. Cause that's not what I thought was going to happen. Yeah.
3: And I so, think it's really fun to talk about the customers that are like, Oh, this person drove me crazy today or whatever. That's really not the majority of this business. No, yeah. that stuff, that stuff cuts really deep because it's not super common. Right. So like when someone writes a bad review or something like that, like, okay, it hurts pretty bad the majority of our days are like people in our DMS or wherever just saying like either thank you for the product or like just wanting to connect with you or suggesting new prints or stuff like that. And we love that so much. And we really do love our customers. And like, I totally agree that like it's a type of community I've never experienced before, yeah. like owning a brand mm-hmm. and, and because you put your whole heart into your brand, like you really actually care about this things. This it's like you're for me, second child Um, and I think like for people to really support it so much and care about it is like, it means like something really special. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I love how they like want to get the, to know the owner in these groups and stuff. Like it's, it's awesome. It's social media has done some really good things like, you know, bringing brands to people like where you can, you know, communicate and have fun with them. The customers, not just go to a store and buy something. So that, I I love that about it. Okay.
3: So for our next pod, we are going to talk about, uh, we'll talk about more than just this, but here's a couple of the topics that we have listed for next time. So one of the things we're going to talk about is the dangers of Alibaba. <laughs> so if you don't know what that is, but you are interested in just the bamboo world or starting a business or a bamboo business, whatever, you need to know what Alibaba is. We are going to talk about it and kind of give you all of the behind the scenes and like what you need to look out for, all that kind of stuff. Um, Another thing, like I know everyone's clamoring for this, so we're going to talk about it next time. Um, We are going to talk about how to find a manufacturer. Um, Spoiler alert, if you want us to tell you who ours is, we're not going to tell you, (laughs) but um, we will help you find your own and show you like the process of how we found ours and what to look out for and what questions to
0: ask and stuff like that. See Bye. you
2: next time. Hit that sub. <laughs> Smash, Smash it. it. Yeah. Smash that button. <laughs> and follow it. us
3: on all of our socials. We'll like post little clips and stuff there um, for sneak peeks of next week.